In this episode, I'm talking with my astute friend, Cheryl Ziegler. She is always so put together and polished. I want to be just like her when I grow up. She and her husband, Steve, showed up one day, and they both jumped into our lives with all four feet. I have watched Cheryl believe God for specific big things. She has grown children, and she is still growing herself. She will share how God reminded her and how she is still being transformed. She is a business owner, entrepreneur, along with her do-it-all husband. Stay with us as she talks about the Dream Giver Planner, a kingdom tool that you will want to add to your life. And as always, read the show notes for the recipe of the month, Easy Tomato Soup. Well, hey there, sister. Join our conversation as we chat about life, love, and legacy. Today, I am honored to introduce to the world, she doesn't really need much introduction, but for the few people that don't know who she is, Cheryl Ziegler, or is it Ziegler? Oh my word, as we begin, you you pronounce it for me. It's Ziegler. Ziegler. Thank you so much. I, yes. yes, yes, I got it right because... You know, when it's written and we get used to just saying it one way and it's just like, you know what? Some, sometimes people are so gracious to just keep, let us stay wrong and just say it wrong. But it's Ziegler, short I. So are you kind of descendant of, of Zig? I wish I, I, I used to listen to him in my uh, earlier career, um, but no, but I really love all his teachings. He's so inspirational and just common sense. Love him. Yes. Love yes. Zig Ziglar. Um, when I married my husband, well, before I married him, um, Phil Johnson, um, he has a, a, a an uncle named Howard Johnson. And I went, oh, could it be? And he's like, no, there's no, no inheritance there. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I just thought I'd ask, just kind of sweeten the deal a little bit. But anyway, anyway, well, today on the, on the podcast, we, we wanted to chat a little bit about, about kingdom business. But before we get into that, Cheryl is a wife of how many years now? This year will be 20 years in November. <gasps> Yay! Congratulations! Yay! To God be the glory! Yes, Yes. Mm -hmm. and I love the the um. Last year, I saw your anniversary picture post, and it was on a golf course. You were in your full gown regalia, but you had a a, a, some clubs. You were you were caddying. It looks like you were caddying, and your husband was in his tux um, putting. Uh, What was the story behind that? So when we got married, we got married in Southern California, where we used to live. And in um, it was a golf course that we were married on. And so that was just one of the photo ops was him, you know, swinging the swinging the club. He is an avid golfer. He loves golf. And it was just a fun thing to do. Hold the golf clubs and let him swing the putt and or swing the golf club. So, yeah, it was. A, and it was a, have you been cabbing for him ever since? Sadly, I do not have the golfing expertise that he does. Oh, okay. I just, that is just not part of my, what is it you're, when you're. Um, is that, you, is that you beyond have, your scope of services? <laughs> I can do the caddy. I cannot play golf. Um, I, even though my husband to his, uh, much to his sadness, he would love to have me do that. It's just. I can, I, hey, I, 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 I for that. 
I can get the outfit together. I can ride and drive the 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 cart. Um, but yeah, I I don't have the the um the uh I'm very I am to to a degree um competitive. Um, but not when it comes to golf. I'm just out there for the fun. And it's not really a social sport because you can't really talk in between holes. And you're just like, ah, what do I do with all this time? But yet it's a lot of great fresh air. It's a lot of good fresh air and good food in between. I've been a couple of times, but anyway, enough of that. Um, now, so you are also a business owner and I want to get into that. Um, we met just just out of the blue, I, I believe, when one Sunday, bam, there you were, you guys were at church, and I think you've been there ever since. I mean, I know you were coming to spy out the land, you know, you had some really good friends in our in, who, who attend our church, but then you, you left to go, man, had a whirlwind, miracle kind of sale of your home in Oregon, packed up, and you were right back out. And as soon as you're, you and Steve, you, your husband, you, 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 your feet hit the ground, um, bam, you got, you were just doing everything God put in your heart to do. Uh, you didn't skip a beat. Um, I guess what you do, you can do any, anywhere. And so tell us a little bit about what you do um, as, as a businesswoman. So about uh, a little over three years ago, the Lord really laid on my heart that he wanted me to uh, start my own uh, bookkeeping business. So I did. I became a remote uh, bookkeeper using exclusively QuickBooks. I am a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, went through all the certification, and you have to renew that every year to stay on top of it. And I am wired that way. That's the way God wired me. So it was an easy transition with the exception of moving from a paycheck that came at a defined time every month to now totally being dependent on the God on God and having to have that trust in him that, Hey, the money was going to show up. And I absolutely believe when I started it, that I didn't believe he was leading me down that path if he wasn't going to provide. So I had that, I, I just didn't step out with, with, um, Hey, let's just jump off this cliff. No, there was faith there. Plus I felt the Lord leading me to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. So it has been, honestly, if you want to have a great adventure, start your own business. Yeah. So what you're saying though, what I'm hearing you say is you went with the peace. Uh, you didn't go out there. I mean, even though there's a, that, that excitement of what's this going to look like, you still had that underlying peace and you let peace be your guide. So when you step out in faith, it's not stepping into nothing. It's stepping into right everything. Amen. Amen. So, so you, 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 you left your last position. You, 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 um, what does the scripture say? You go out with joy and let be led forth with peace. That's one of my life verses. Um, and everything that I've done, if there's not peace, I, I don't do it. I wait. Um, timing is, is, is a big deal too. So three years ago, you, you stepped out. So obviously you've not been fasting food for three years and you've had a roof over your head the last three years. Cause you always look fabulous. Um, so it looks like God has sustained. Yes, absolutely. And, um, I don't know if I've had a conversation with you lately, but as far as where the Lord is leading me now, so about, I'm going to say in the summer of last year, I started having this feeling like I didn't necessarily want to continue doing bookkeeping. I thought, well, maybe I need to do 
the higher level bookkeeping, not the day to day, but maybe do more advisory type services. And then I kept praying about it and I wasn't feeling that. And then the Lord reminded me of something that I had done a little over 10 years ago is I went and got certified to become a Christian life coach. And I felt like the Lord had really laid that on my heart, like that he was going to resurrect that. It may not look the same as it oh, did before. Yeah. So good. But that was where I felt like he started leading me. And I'm like, okay, Lord, well, what, what does that look like? And, and initially I really felt that he was leading me to um, be some type of a business consultant to uh, other faith-based or Christ-centered business owners. But the more I kept digging into that, I really felt that no, it wasn't necessarily just for business owners, but it was really to, I believe he's calling me to be a transformation coach. And what that looks like, I don't, what I'm sensing in my heart is really to help those who either dropped a dream or they know God's place to dream on their heart, but for whatever reason, they haven't stepped forward to see that come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes there's people don't know how to go forward with something. They get a dream, but they don't know. And that that's where the connections come from. So good. Keep going. So that's where I'm really going right now is I, I keep asking the Lord more and more and more, but you know, it's really interesting. Um, even though there's been a 10 year you know, gap from what I was doing before. And I haven't really been uh, working in that or operating in that. Now the Lord is really implanting in me really what, how I'm going to minister to those people because really transformation is about our beliefs, what we believe to be true. And it's not just the belief in our head. It's the belief in our heart. Mm-hmm. And it's the belief in our emotions, because if we, I'm, I'm just going to pick an easy one. If we believe the verse that says that God will provide for all of our needs, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, I believe that's Philippians 419 or 416. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 419. Um, that when we say that, do we have a, a cringe in our heart or a cringe in our gut? If we do, then we don't necessarily believe that because our whole body should be at peace. When we say that there should be a peace behind Mm -hmm. that. So you're teaching foundational principles. You're teaching uh, what does it not just, not just what does the word say, but what does my heart receive and how, how do you walk that out? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What does that sound like? So good. Yeah. So that that's just one aspect of it, but it's the beliefs. It's, it's taking those, promises that God has in his word, declaring them and believing them, believing them that he, he is a good father. He has his good for us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that he wants us to prosper. So it will further his covenant he to, to confirm the covenant that he has with us. So in, especially now I see more than ever that God needs his people to rise up and to take their place wherever that is, as we are stepping up into his body. And I, I think I heard someone say recently, even if I'm just a 
cell in his body, in the body of Christ, I'm still a part of the body. Even if I have a small part to play, I need to play that part and to mm -hmm. be obedient to that part. Yes. So good. No part is insignificant. Um, we need, we need that, that one self with, if one cell is off, we're off. But mm -hmm. I tell you when everything is going full, full, full bore forward. Now, let me jump back. You were talking about, this was like a 10 year ago idea that God reminded you, the Lord reminded you, you said. So that means, you know, time is not a, is not as big of a deal to God as it is to us. Um, we think, you know, it's just, oh man, will this ever come back around? He doesn't want, he doesn't give us things to frustrate us. Um, when Phil and I, you know, we married four years after, four plus years after uh, we met each other and we were having so much fun being married. I remember him saying one time, we should have gotten married four years ago. I'm like, no, 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 no. We weren't ready. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready. We walk, we had to walk through some things to to get things off of us, to put things in us, not to, I mean, I, it's easy to say to perfect us. We're nowhere near perfect. So, so that that's not the right term, but, but you know what I mean? It's, it's making us believe more what we believe. Um, we believe our beliefs and we doubt our doubts. 10 years ago, you didn't have in you what you have now. So he put Absolutely. that, he put that, those dreams, those visions inside of you, those ideas inside of you. But then at his time, he brought that up. Had you started this 10 years ago, you may have been needing to reinvent some things as you go along the way. And rebranding is way harder. It can happen, but rebranding, I think, is way harder than creating that culture from the beginning. And so now that now that you're here 10 years later with with everything God has shown you, you've lived through, you can't talk you out of it because it's personal experience. Um, man, now you can just go on a higher level because you're starting up here now. You're not starting back there. You're starting where you're at. And the transformation can now come about in others because you're you're now that butterfly. You've you've lived it. You've dreamed it. You've you've walked and you've heard it. So I love how that you're, that you're hitting the heart and the emotions and the intellect and but it, it's all based in the word. It's all based in the word. That's where that's our foundation. That's our that's our food. So who who mentored you um, in your early years and quite possibly currently? And do you think mentorship is is pretty important? You know, that is a really great question. So um, when, it, when I was a, a young Christian, the the people that generally mentored me were someone who had been a Christian for a while longer than me. So I could glean from them and, and under, you know, sit under their teaching. What were they saying? What were they doing? Um, really watching how they lived out their life, um, walking out the word. And and one of the things I've come to realize uh, over the years, mentorship to me has really evolved. It could even be like today, uh, since I've moved a few times in the last, you know, six or seven years, that those relationships that I had formed, especially when I lived in Southern California, I had them for many years, but then I moved and I was only in Oregon for about five years. And so I had some relationships there, but I feel like a lot more things are either happening via Zoom or uh, texting, but it's more intentional to me, it's, today. Yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. So maybe I can't physically get together with everybody, but um, what I'm finding is it's that um, iron sharpening iron. So even though a friend might be about at the same place, we have different personalities. We come from different backgrounds and we've grown up in the word differently. So it's really great to have conversations where you might, or I might be uh, processing a concept one way, but then my friend will come alongside and say, well, this is how that looks to me. So it's just been really, God's really opened my eyes to see like mentoring doesn't have to look like just sitting down with someone over coffee and having that conversation saying, mm -hmm. will you mentor me? Mm -hmm. It could look so much bigger than that. So we don't always have afforded to us a relationship like a Lucy and Ethel, you know, where you're constantly together and you're, you're, you're getting into trouble together, getting each other out of trouble, whatever, but it's more intentional now. And I feel like that's the way our relationship is. It's intentional. Um, I, I, I need to get better at doing more um, reaching out there, but I know we're, we're active women, but I love that mentorship can look different today, but it, it's still as important as it was back in the Lucy and Ethel days. But one way that I um, meant uh, that I pull from mentors is by, by reading their books. If they wrote a book, they take the time to put their knowledge and what God's put in them into written form. So I'll just go buy their book and books and, and read them. Um, I have uh, one mentor that's out of state. Um, she's extremely busy and that's what I'm doing currently right now. I mean, I have talked to her a few times on the phone, but, uh, and in person, but that's, that's how I can fill in those gaps and, and the Holy spirit. Oh my word. The Holy spirit can use all of that intentional, um, mentorship and, and, and put in me what he needs to get in me through, through those people. Um, how do you feed yourself spiritually, um, relationally, um, business wise, how, do, what, what do you do to, to get better at what you do? So I am a lifelong learner and I love to read. So I've, I'm, I'm similar to you in the, in the fact that I love to read and read other people's stories, read other people's, um, you know, how the Lord has, you know, people, everyone's gone through something and how, to, like, I love the, here, I, I was here, I overcame this, and this is what the Lord showed me. Everybody, I don't have a, that many lifetimes to learn what everyone else has walked through. And I don't want to make all their mistakes. Hmm. Now, what, 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 what's your current read right now? Uh, so actually, I am in a little bit of a hiatus, but one of the most recent books I read was by John Bevere, and it was called Resilient. Ooh. And that was right after I'm forgetting the name of the book, but he had written one just before that during the pandemic. Um, and it was something like how to get your life back. Maybe that was actually the name of it. But those two in tandem with each other, I felt they really um, spoke to my soul mm -hmm. and really to uh, uh, talked about soul care that our this life is just seems like it's going at such a fast pace that to do the things that you need to do uh, to refresh your soul, whether it's taking a walk in the woods, you know, being in your garden, uh, taking a break during the day and, and just going on a walk and communing with nature, whatever that looks like to you. But we, we have the permission, we need to give ourselves that permission to slow down, step back and not be, not have the world dictate the pace in which we run. Love that. So speaking about um, walking in nature and in and or the woods, 
you are sitting in front of a vision. You are a vision, by the way. Um, but I get to see you on 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 the Zoom video, even though this is just an audio podcast. But you have surrounded yourself with vision of the future. So explain to me what I'm looking at. I want to be there. I want to be there right now. <laughs> so my Zoom background is this beautiful image of a, a log cabin. It's got a fireplace and. Um, it just it's got, some, it's got some chick stuff in there too. I see a, a velvet barrel chair with a gold based, um, brass based table, marble table next to it. But I, I see the telescope. I see that the, the raw hewn uh, uh, logs on the, um, the log cabin and the huge mantle and, and the, the, the wood stacked. I mean, it's just, it's ready. It's ready for us. Yeah. The fun. Fireplace. That's that's where I love to be. Is where by the fire. I like to stay warm. Yes. Um, but but Steve and I, we have dreamed about living in a log cabin, and we're praying that our next house, like this, is it. Our final. <laughs> Your forever house. I like to call it my forever house. Wow. Well, before we run out of time, um, tell me about your 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 new endeavor. Speaking about books and writing books, this one I'm pretty excited about because I am a I'm a list maker. I love planners. I love to know what I'm going to be wearing the next event that's coming up in two weeks or even in the morning. I mean, before I go to bed, I I know what I'm going to wear the next day. Now the Holy Spirit can change it, you know, between now and then. But I do my part, you know. Um, so tell us about uh, your your new endeavor. I'm going to let you announce that. So I have embarked on a creating a, a planner. And for right now, unless something changes before the launch later this year, it's called the Gr dream giver planner. Mm. And yes. And it really correlates to what he's leading me in as far as being a transformation coach is that the dreams that God has placed in our hearts to fulfill. So it's not just a dream planner like us dreaming about what we can do, but I want to focus on the dream giver and what he's planning for us. Well, what's the difference in a wish, hope and a wishing to a dream? Well, that's a good question. I, I see the dream that correlates to, um, Psalm 37, four, that God gives us the desires of our hearts. And I believe that he puts those desires in there, in mm -hmm. our hearts. Um, but hope is, yes, you could have hope in something. But to me, it in order to actually have something to come to fruition, you have to have a plan to accomplish that. A plan. And, and, there you go. Yes. There you're hitting and, on something there. And I don't know if you know this, but God is a planner. Come on. Yeah. For, yeah. for I know the plans that I have for you in Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's other scriptures as well. But really, for me, this is um, like one of those things that God has given me the desire of my heart because I am being stretched outside of what my normal or what I believe my giftings are. And I'm discovering that I am more creative than I knew I was. Come on. And I love you're that like your daddy. God, you're like your father, yeah. God. Amen. And God is showing me. And so I'm having to purpose like, okay, Lord, I'm not sure what to do here. I need your inspiration. Where are you leading me? And it's like the pieces are falling into place and they're coming together. And I, 
really my heart for this planner is um, really to have people use it in a way that it incorporates the Lord in all of their plans. And they don't just set their goals because because it is going to be a goal and vision planner, but they don't just set their goals or the vision based on what they see they can do, but how could they incorporate God into their uh, goals and plans that they would never be able to accomplish without him. Oh, I love that. Uh, it, th- this conversation turned. And so it, 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 it reminded me of this, of this quote that I heard from uh, Helen Keller was once asked, do you think there is anything more tragic than being born blind? And her answer was yes, to be born with sight, but with no vision. And, you know, it's it's one thing to have a dream, one thing to have a wish. Oh, I wish I could do this. So the difference for me, the difference between a wish upon a star, you know, and a dream is, like you said, the planning. The the God never asks us to do anything that he won't equip us to do. He never asks us to do something we can't do. He's not he's not a God of frustration. Um, he is a God who who wants to see obedience and that that benefits us our obedience to him and his 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 dreams and his 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 goals benefits us and and you with your expertise that god has given you and the vision and the dreams that he's given you is going to help so many people um fulfill their potential and that's one thing about this podcast that i feel like um, there has been words spoken over me that, uh, you know, uh, that they, people see me helping women or, and men, but not just, not just, but any, helping people fulfill their potential, give birth to their dreams, give birth to, to what God has put in them and not let that lay dormant, but, but still kind of, kind of pushed them out of the nest, so to speak into the further things of God. But th- sometimes people need the how tos. How how do we do that? Give me a tool from a tool belt so I can be more successful. So how can they go about you know possibly pre ordering or talking to you about the planner? Are you still taking? Are you are are? I'm just throwing this out there and it's it's being recorded. But are you taking any suggestions for the planner? Um, or are you are you past that and you're going to print? Where are you at in the process? So I fairly close to the end of the design and the copy. Um, and, but uh, what, if someone does want to get a hold of me and they want to get on my email list, if they go to CherylZigler.com, they can go ahead and subscribe to my email list. And I will be, as I keep getting further down this road, I will be sending out emails and letting them know when the uh, planner is going to uh, be available so what's what's that what's that email again? Uh Cheryl Ziegler.com. And Z-I-E-G-L-E-R-L-E-R.com. Yes. And that's my website. And on my website, there's a, a spot where they could uh you know do a contact me or or join my email list, and then that way I'll they'll they'll be in the loop. I want to be in the loop with Cheryl Ziegler. I, Hey, that's, that's important. One thing that you've said in the past that I've written, that I've written down when I think about you, and it just sounds just like you, but you said, believe God for specific things. And I even put in there 
parentheses, big, specifically big things. I remember having having dinner with you one night and you were between um, where you were and where you are now <laughs> um, for housing and you were believing God for specific things. And you're now sitting in uh, on a property, which is actually an historical property here in Ar- this part of Arkansas. And um, it has a has a, has a pretty cool name, but you're believing for specific things like like a shop building for your husband, um, uh, you know, plenty of room to 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 host, you know, gatherings and things. And I don't know if a pool was on your list, but but God threw that in there too. But you've got trees, you've got property. Um, and it may not be your forever home, but for at the moment, what you were asking God for, it pretty close fit that bill, you know. Absolutely. If, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now now was it is it is it does it have Cheryl and Steve all over it? It didn't at the time when you purchased it, but you're, you're taking that time. You're, you're seeing, you're, you're living in it. You're marinating in the property and making it Stephen Sherrill's. Yeah. You're making it uh, the garden of Eden. Once again, that, that I'm sure it was built to be. And that the home I'm in, I mean, I really believe this is our prayerfully hmm, forever home. Um, but the family before us made it their home. Now we're making it our home. And there's, there's all, there's, as long as we're on this earth, there's always going to be upkeep. <laughs> there's upkeep there. There's pruning, there's, there's cleaning up, there's all these things. But, but when you said, believe God for specific big things, I mean, you're living that. Yeah, absolutely. And when you s- pray for specific things, when those specific things show up, you know, it was God. If you just pray for something general, how are you going to know that you, you might, it, I think it's too easy to say, well, it, it was a coincidence, but when it's mm. specific, how mm-hmm. only God could really be in the specifics. Yeah. And I love the testimonies and the stories that come out afterwards. You know, don't just pray general prayers because you'll get general answers. You know, Lord, I, I pray for a house. Well, Okay, you're living in a house, but but get specific on things like that, especially if you're listening and you're praying for a mate. Be specific. Don't just pray for a living body, you know, get specific with character, character traits, big, big time character, spiritual character traits. Well, what is one thing that you want to be remembered for? I know we part of our tag on this podcast is legacy. So what would what what would you want your legacy to be? Uh, that's also a great question. And I remember when my kids were younger, I would, I would say, um, not necessarily to them, but to other people that I really want to pass along my spiritual legacy to them. Mm. And I feel the same way, in a sense, to really to the world at large is that my legacy is really am. Did I reflect Christ for all my time on earth? And um, did I point people to Jesus? So good. So good. What do you do to unwind? These are some personal Cheryl questions. But some of the things that you do to unwind at the end of the day? Uh, I I like to read. That is my go-to. Although after being on a computer for a good part of the day, sometimes my eyes get a little tired. Yeah. So it's yeah, harder yeah. for me to, to read for too long. 
but I also like looking at beautiful things. So I could totally open a beautiful magazine, like one of the magazines that I subscribe to specifically because of how beautifully done it is. It's called Life Beautiful. And if you could pick up a copy of it, they just do it so well. It it, it has a lot of uh, faith-based things in it. Life Beautiful. Never heard of that. Okay. Is it it on the newsstand? I believe so. I do have it mailed to my house. I just, it's one of the only periodicals and I have very few periodicals, but yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of them. And well, I have a niece and a nephew and scouts and I'd rather not purchase food items twice a year. So I get a magazine subscription and um, man, I'm going to be looking for that one. Life beautiful. So I can still support them, but yet not support, you know, yeah, my doctor. Um, okay, so um, between between these two, are you coffee or tea? Which do you prefer? Actually, both. Usually I start out with tea in the morning, and then I'll move to coffee, and then back to tea, and then water. Oh, yeah. You always have a beverage in your hand, a very, very cool can you know decanter of some kind in your hand so when you vacation i might know this answer by by your surroundings when you vacation do you prefer the ocean or mountains uh i will say the beach i oh, grew okay. up in southern california love the beach but it was interesting because when we were in southern california guess what we like to do go to the mountains well because you were surrounded that i mean you were surrounded by the norm so i guess you wanted yeah. to i i get it i mean i yeah. would like to probably of course, if we won it all, you know, we went the whole enchilada. I would love to be like mountainous beaches, <laughs> you know, kind of like Hawaii, you know, maybe standing on a big volcanic volcanic rock or something, and still have the 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 the, the waves crashing in, you know, and just sound just just having it all. Amazing. Do you enjoy baking or cooking? Or, I'm or say I'm a or takeout. I like cooking. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to say I'm a cooker. I really like to make my own food. And yeah, I, I love the fresh ingredients. I mm-hmm. love knowing what's in all the food. And Oh, Hey, yeah. I, I changed, I hacked, I hacked that little um ice cream. I switched from cottage cheese to ricotta cheese. Oh, and it came out wonderful. Yes. It's smooth. It's wonderful. My daughter's telling me, I don't know how to do it yet. So maybe by the time this drops um, on the air, I'll I'll have figured it out. But she wants me to like add a recipe each time, or just just like a kitchen hack or something like that. So I guess you do that in the write up on the at uh, the end or something. I don't know because I don't I can't verbally whatever. But well, we are we are running out of time. But I'm I'm learning more and more each time we do this. But thank you so so much for. For your time, we're excited about this planner that's coming out. It's going to be called the Dream Giver Planner, and um, your your email one more time is Cheryl, that's C H E R Y L Ziegler Z I E G L E R dot com to pre order and to just chat with you to get to know you more and more and love you um, as much as I do. So, hey, thank you so much for jumping on the Hey Sister podcast. And sister, if you're listening to to us today, feel free to share this, like it, whatever you got to do to, I don't know, I haven't got that part down yet, but you know, it sounds good. Sounds, sounds, Sounds like something I should be doing right now, but love you. These come out once a month. And um, we look forward to hearing from you. So uh, we'll let you go. God bless and have a great day on 
purpose 